0: in the kingdom, one of my desires is for the Holy Spirit to remain in this body of Christ and that there will be evidence of it so real in our lives that other people will see something in us that they know that we've gone a step further in our relationship with God. I want to talk about the Holy Spirit this morning. We are called Pentecostal, but I want to ask a question before I go to my scripture. How many people were filled with the Holy Spirit this year? This year, this year year, you've been filled with the Holy Spirit for the very first time. What about last year? you that experienced the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when is the last time you spoke in tongues? When is the last time you felt the refreshing of the Spirit? When was the last time when you felt you couldn't put your words out of your mouth like you need to? Your heart was longing to say something, but you didn't know how to say it. When's the last time the Holy Spirit took over and interceded for you. If He can if the Holy Spirit can can speak with groanings that can't be uttered, and God understands it, then if we speak a language and He hears it, the Bible says we ask anything in His name, He will hear us. And I know the Holy Spirit's not going to ask anything contrary to the Lord Jesus Christ. So I want us to prepare for an experience with the Holy Spirit this morning. Will you remain standing for the reading of God's Word? And those in the altar can continue to pray. If you'll turn in your Bibles, we're going to go to familiar Pentecostal texts. And it's in Acts 2, 1 through 4. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and set to rest on each of them. All of them were filled. I want you to notice the word all. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Let us receive the word by saying amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going going to be be honest with you this morning that that if it was left up to me, I wouldn't choose speaking in tongues to be the evidence of the baptism. baptism. Is Is that okay? My My human nature wants to reject that idea. But you see, see, there's there's one thing that we've we've got to understand about God, and that is is He is is sovereign. That whatever he declares or whatever he chooses is an expression of his will. And he has has no reason to take an opinion poll about speaking in tongues. He has no reason to ask our opinion on whether we would want to speak in tongues or not. As an evidence of the Holy Spirit baptism in our life. You see, I understand something that I had to grasp in my seeking for the baptism. God's ways are higher than my ways, and His wisdom is higher than my wisdom. So as we go into this message, I want you to look at the different things that I share about speaking in tongues. Now, the reason, the reason I'm, I'm going to, to emphasize, emphasize speaking in tongues is because it is, is the initial evidence or the first evidence, first evidence of spirit baptism. Spirit. Now, there, there has, has to be something that, that lets us know that we have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. spirit. And, and God, God has chosen, chosen that reason, reason that, that observation, observation that, that evidence to be... Speaking in tongues. Now, God chose an evidence for salvation. God chose in salvation that we are recognized. There's an external evidence of salvation. And God chose it by our mouth. Romans 10 says, If I shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus And and believe in in thy heart heart, that that God God hath raised raised him from from the dead, dead. thou thou shalt shalt be saved. For with a heart man believes unto righteousness, righteousness, and with a mouth, did you hear that? And and with a a mouth confession confession is made unto salvation. salvation. So So the the evidence, evidence, the first evidence of our salvation is confession confession with our mouth, mouth, the Lord Jesus. Jesus And, and believing, believing that, that He died for Christ us and, and His, his blood, blood covered us. So, as, as there was, was a first evidence of salvation, then it's followed, followed by other evidence, like good works. Then you, 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 uh, you do good deeds. You do, uh, you, you in your confession, confession, you witness for Christ. In your confession, you, you follow the ordinances of Christ such, such as, as baptism and, and communion and, and feet washing. These are evidence of your salvation that follow the confession of your faith. So it is with us concerning the Holy Spirit. Spirit. The, the first evidence, evidence is the speaking of tongues, but there's much more yet to follow. Now, there, there are theologians and denominations today that there are even in this town that, that have taken, taken the blood out, out of their hymns, and they, they don't preach, preach on a blood religion, religion anymore. But, but the, the Bible says that there, without the shedding of blood, there, there is, is no forgiveness of sin. Can someone, someone say amen? amen. So, the men will oppose God's choice of the blood and confession of the blood. What makes a surprise that man will choose to reject the speaking in tongues as an evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, one of the things I've noticed about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and the speaking in tongues, that there's a a universal experience that takes place. What I mean by that, when a person receives the baptism, they all receive the same experience. You, you see, see in Acts, Acts 2, verse 17 and 18, "In the last days, days God says, "I will pour out, out my spirit, spirit on what? all people." And, and then in, in Acts 2: 38 and 39, the promise is unto you and, and to your, your children and, and for all, all who are afar off, off, for all whom the Lord our, our God shall." call. Now Now, I want you to notice notice, he is saying all. All. You. He he talks talks to the the congregation congregation, on the the day day of Pentecost the people who had gathered. He He says this is is for all of you. And And then then it's it's for your your children. And And then he says it's for those that are far off. If you study the Greek there it is a reference to the Gentiles. The Bible says we were once afar off but we were brought nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. So we, the Gentiles, Gentiles were included included in in this baptism. baptism. And And then he he said, For all whom the Lord our God shall shall call. Anybody receive a a call call for salvation? salvation. When he He called called us to come to him, him, then he He says says, it's it's for us. The promise is for all. And and then then we we go go to another another observation. observation. The observation in in the the book book of Acts is on the day of Pentecost, all spoke with tongues. When we go, go to Samaria, Samaria, all of them received an experience that, that was, was the same. Doesn't specify they spoke with tongues, but the implication was that Peter and John were sent down from Jerusalem from that, Jerusalem, that they, they may be filled, be filled with the, the Spirit. Spirit. And, and when, when they, they laid their hands on them, Simon the, the sorcerer, sorcerer saw something so outwardly expressed that he, he wanted, wanted to buy the gift to lay hands on people to receive the Holy Spirit. Then, then there there's is the, the house, house of Cornelius. Cornelius. On the, the house, house of Cornelius, it says his whole household were filled with the Spirit and spoke in tongues. When, when Peter was brought in before the council of the leaders in Jerusalem to say, why did you go to the Gentiles? His argument was the Holy Spirit bade me to go and that when they were filled, they were filled like we were on the day of Pentecost. And then there is Paul, in his experience, in his writings, he says, I speak in tongues more than you all, and I would that you all spoke with tongues. Then there's the Ephesian brethren that did not know that the Holy Spirit had been given, and they were filled, all twelve, with the Holy Spirit. Then I want us to look at another reason, I think, that we should speak in tongues biblically. It is because the person of the Holy Spirit is involved in that experience. In 1 Corinthians 13:11, it says, When I was a child, I talked like a child, I thought like a child. I, like a child, I reasoned like a child. Now when Paul is saying this, he is giving us an expression of how we process speech. We have to think and reason before speech comes out of us. And there's an argument in philosophies about which one comes first, reason or thought. But reason and thought comes before speech. So, now, let's, let's consider something from this. If we speak in another tongue, the Bible says we have no personal understanding of what we're saying. Now, did you hear that? When we speak in another language, we have no personal understanding of what we're saying. So if we are speaking something that is rational, reasoned, if we speak that something has been thought, who is the person behind the speech?
1: It is the Holy
0: Spirit. We have to be the vessel that uses our tongue and surrenders ourselves. But it is the Holy Spirit that is doing the thinking and the reasoning of what we are saying. Because the Bible says when we speak in tongues, we speak unto God. And God understands not gibberish. He doesn't understand just a bunch of words thrown together. He understands a language that the Holy Spirit is providing words through us to the Father. Can someone say amen? amen? So, the Holy Spirit is a person behind our baptism in the Holy Spirit. And his personality is being shown through that which we speak. In Acts 2, 11, it says, um, 100, 120 went out into the streets of Jerusalem. And it says that when they went out into the streets... It said the people heard them declaring the wonderful works of God through speaking in tongues. Did you hear me? It wasn't some gibberish. It wasn't something that didn't make sense. When these people in the streets heard them speaking in tongues, they heard their own language and there were several nations represented there and They heard their their own language, language, and it it was was intelligent, and it was was able to speak to glorify glorify and honor the wonderful works of God. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think think we we ought ought to just just praise the Lord Lord for that. that. Because Because what what we we do is we glorify glorify God. God. We glorify glorify God. God. There's times when I'm worshiping with God alone or in church my, my language, language will go, go from my, my English to the, to the speaking in tongues. And when, when I am worshiping, what am I, I going, going to be doing? Am I, am going, I going to be talking about Tennessee football or, or Alabama football? football? Or am, or am I going to be, be talking about politics? politics? No, I'm, I'm going, going to be talking when, when I'm worshiping, worshiping in a language that's glorifying and honoring and praising God. So why wouldn't we want to speak in tongues? if we can do it in a language that God has provided for us now another reason i think that speaking in tongues is biblical is because the spirit controls the tongue i want to read something from james look at james 1:26 If If anyone anyone considers considers himself religious religious, and yet yet does does not keep a tight rein on his tongue, he deceives himself and his his religion religion is worthless. Let's look at another another passage passage in James, the the next frame. frame. Chapter Chapter 3, it it says, Likewise, the tongue is is a small part of the body, body, but but it makes great great boast. Consider what a great great fire, a forest, is it's set, set, on set on fire, fire by, by a small, small spark. What, what he's saying, saying is, look at, at an illustration of a forest, forest and how that a forest can be burnt down by a small spark. spark. He, he said, said the, the tongue, tongue is, is also a fire, a, a world, world of evil among the parts of the, the body. body. It, corrupts it corrupts the whole person. Sets on fire, on the, sets Since the, course the course of, of life, life on fire, fire and in it itself a fire by hell. All, all kinds, kinds of animals, animals, birds, reptiles, creatures from the sea are being tamed and have been tamed, tamed by man, but, but no man can tame the tongue. tongue. It, it is, is a restless evil full of deadly poison. poison. Now, now I, want I want to go, go back, back to the, the last frame first. Look Look at what what I underlined underlined or highlighted. The the tongue tongue is is evil. The the tongue tongue is corrupt. corrupt. Go to the next slide. Then he says that that no man man can tame it. it. He He says again, it's it's a restless evil. He ends up up by saying it's a poison. poison. No No man can tame this tongue. tongue. So, if if it is so bad. Then why would not God choose as a sign of the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be the tongue? Do You understand what I'm saying? He is saying what man cannot tame, what man cannot control, the Holy Spirit when we are baptized In the Holy Spirit takes control of our language and provides something new for us to speak unto God to glorify Him. Amen? Amen. Let's praise Him for that. You see, speaking in tongues and receiving the baptism is an act of surrender of the tongue to the glory of God. Five, I believe that the Holy Spirit baptism is witnessed by the source of truth and utterance of the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, they would take two loaves of bread that had been made from the recent harvest and they would wave it on the feast of Pentecost and it was a symbol, a symbol that the harvest was coming and that there was going to be much more bread Because Because of of the harvest that that was coming. When we speak speak in tongues, tongues, it is the first evidence or the initial evidence of our baptism. baptism. But But it is a symbol that there is is much much more more to come. There is much more to follow. follow. That there there is greater things than than the tongue speaking in another another language that that will accompany the the baptism of the the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Jesus was dependent on the Father for truth. When he would speak, he said, I don't speak what I speak. It comes from what the Father has revealed to me. And then he turned that around and he said, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will not speak of himself, but he will speak what I reveal to him. So when the Holy Spirit speaks and gives utterance and truth, it is from the Holy Spirit. Look at John 16, 16, verse 13 and 14. And "And when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you in all truth. truth. He He will will not speak speak on his his own. own. He He will will speak only only what he hears, and and he he will will tell you what what is to come. He will will bring glory to me by taking taking what is mine and making it known to you. Look at the next scripture in John. It says, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you everything I have said to you. Have you ever wondered how that the disciples were able to remember all the things that Jesus taught and then they brought it into the Gospels for our benefit and edification? It's because the Holy Spirit brought those truths back to them. I want you to understand something. Was not the day of Pentecost an object lesson? An object lesson that if he can give us the Holy Spirit and we can speak in another language and it will be an utterance of truth, then what about when we speak to men? I want us to look at another passage of Scripture, the next one. It's found in Luke 12. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you what to say. I've got to read that again. You've You've got to to grasp grasp this verse. verse. When you are brought before synagogues, rulers and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you what to say. How could, could it not be that on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came on them and gave them another language that they didn't understand, another language they could not even understand? comprehend what they were saying, and they're speaking it unto God, could it not have been an object lesson that when they stand before men, that same Holy Spirit would give them words in their own language to speak to men to defend their faith? So as they look back on their experience that the Holy Spirit had given them the ability to speak to God in heaven, he said, also, also I'm, going I'm going to give you the ability, the ability that when you stand, stand before men, I will, I will give you what, what to say at that moment. You see the, the correlation? Let's give, give God, God praise for that. For that. Give, give God, God praise for, for that. that. And, and I believe I another that reason for speaking in tongues, in tongues is, that is that it brings, brings back, back, back the honor of speech. speech. Back, back in, the in the Old Testament, Testament people began to consider themselves that they could build a tower up into heaven. And they began their project. And God looked down and put a curse on them. And he said, because you have attempted to reach heaven by your earthly human reasoning and mine, I'm going to put a curse on your speech So So that that it is going to be difficult difficult for you to communicate with one one another. So all the languages of this earth is a matter matter of curse from from that biblical experience in the Old Old Testament. Testament. So So if if God could put a a curse on the tongue, can he not bring bring a blessing and and bring honor honor back back to the the tongue? tongue? And an honor by speaking in the Holy Spirit. You, you see, see, when the, the day of Pentecost, these people stood up, he said, they, they said, these men are ignorant and unlearned, but, but they're declaring, declaring clearly the glory the of, of God. You see, see the, the tongue Satan meant for evil, and, and we see it in James,
1: but the, the tongue God meant for good,
0: good. And, and that's what God did. God did. He reversed the, the curse on the, the tongue by but us, us being, being able to confess with, with our mouth, mouth the Lord Jesus, Jesus and believe in, it in our heart that God, God had raised him from, him from the dead for, for us, us to, to confess Him unto our own salvation. He took us and gave us, us, the, opportunity us the opportunity to praise Him, him with our, our tongue, tongue, to, to worship, worship Him with our tongue, and, and to, to glorify Him with our tongue. He gave us the opportunity to proclaim the gospel with our tongue and the unsearchable riches of His grace. He has has given given us the the ability of speaking with with a spirit-filled life in another another language, all to bring honor back to the tongue. Praise Praise God God for that. that. So I think another reason that we may speak in tongues from Scripture is Is that that when we we get get to to heaven, from from every every nation, nation, every every tongue, every tribe, and every people, what will be the language of heaven? Oh, I know you've already figured it out. It's Southern English. Right, y'all? What is going to be the language of heaven? Though I speak the tongues of men and angels, there's, There's angels, angels that, that have a tongue, tongue a, language. a language. Are, Are we, we going to speak, speak the language of angels? Is, is God going to take one language and make it universal? Make it universal? Or, will or will we, be, we able be able to even speak all the languages, languages of earth? earth? I don't, I don't know. know. I can't, I can't give you an answer to that. that. But, but I know, I know that, that the language that we will speak in heaven will be a miracle. Because, because there, there is no way, way that it's just going to be Southern, be Southern English. English. <laughs> Tim, uh, Tim, Tim Hill, would Hill would say it will, say it will be, be Southern Gospel. <laughs> but there will, there will be, be a miracle a of language, language that you will speak in heaven. So isn't it great that we, great that we could have a foretaste of that, that here? That God, that God could give, give us a language of, of heaven even here? A foretaste of what's to come? I think that one of the things, things that has hindered people to receive, receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Spirit is speaking in, in tongues. They're, They're afraid of that. They don't they want to be classified. But if you walk, walk through, through these doors, doors they are already classify you. They They already already say say you're a a tongue-talking church. You You might as well experience it. It. You You might might as well well just receive it. it. Because Because it's it's not something something bad bad for you. It is something good for you. Would you you stand stand as we stand in his his presence? presence? Well, let's... Take a moment moment to to just gather gather ourselves. I got saved when I was six years old. My dad told me about about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. He encouraged encouraged me me to to pray. pray. And I prayed. I I went went to camp 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 meeting. I went in revivals, regular regular services. services, And I just just didn't didn't know know how how to yield to the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. One One Saturday Saturday morning, morning, a lady named Sister Sister Wagner was preaching a a weekend revival. revival. And And on Saturday morning, I I told her I I didn't really Feel good, good but, but I, I felt, felt good enough, enough to go, go, down down street, go down the street and play Monopoly. So, so, but she said, Well, Hubert, Hubert Jr., we're, we're going to pray, pray for God to God heal you this morning. morning. Will we you just, just stay here before, before you go, go, go play Monopoly? Monopoly? <laughs> I'm, I'm going, going. What? <laughs> so, so, when, when she, she gets, gets me in the room, room of our living room, and we get down in front of the couch. She She said, said, Hubert, Jr., would it be be wonderful wonderful if you were filled with the Holy Spirit this morning? Well, I want to tell you what my carnal mind said. I've got got a Monopoly monopoly game to play. (laughs) And I will will tell tell you something else my mind was on. I've already prayed several times and I didn't get it. it. I sure ain't getting it in my living room. room. (laughs) But But you you see, see, there was something that happened in that prayer time. It It was the belief belief of that woman and the belief of my father that this experience was worthy for for me to experience.
1: And And she she kept kept
0: praying and she kept praying and I kept kept thinking she's going to give up. She's she's going to give up any moment. She's She's going to give up. up. But But you you know know what what happened? happened? After After a while while, I gave up. And, and I received, I received the, the baptism, baptism of the Holy Ghost at 11 years old in my living room on a Saturday me. morning. And, and I, I found, found out that day I could have had that experience a long time ago if I had just yielded myself. Pushed away my fear and just yielded myself. So I'm going to ask you this morning. To seek, to seek for the, for the baptism, baptism of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. And, and I'm going to ask for you to you push back your fear because God, God only gives good gifts to his, his children. And, and this, will this will not be a curse to you, it will be a blessing. It's, it's in, in my, my burden of my heart for you to experience you that this morning because, because I, know I know it's, it's real. real. I know it's real I'm going to ask you as they sing this song welcome Holy Spirit as we welcome him would you be one of those this morning that will say I need to draw closer to the Lord I'm hungry for more of God in my life and and this seems to be a step in that right direction so God I'm going to come forward I I don't understand it I don't understand it I accepted, I accepted it by it faith. faith, just, just like, like I accepted, I accepted my, my salvation, salvation by faith. Would you, would you come, come right, right now as, as we pray, pray? As, as we come, we come to, to seek the Holy, Holy Spirit? Spirit? Would, would you, you come, come right, right now, now as, as they, sing?
1: they sing? There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. No.
0: communion up here, but But we we don't don't have have to have it this Sunday. We can wait next Sunday. What's more important is for us to seek for the Holy Spirit.
1: It's
0: 25 to 12. There's plenty of time
1: for us to seek the Lord.
0: If you, if you want more of God, if you want more of God, if you want to draw closer to the Lord, welcome the Holy Spirit this morning. If it's been a long time since you have spoken in tongues, would you come this morning and just surrender? Surrender afresh and anew. Or you can do it right there. You can do it right there where you are. Just surrender to it. Just surrender to it. Say, so here I am. I had a minister when I was pastoring here and his wife were Pentecostal. But I preached on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that morning she came forward and she was refilled. She said, I have forgotten. I have forgotten what it was like for that fullness of the Spirit. I'm so glad I was refilled. As people come, would you have If you're filled with the Spirit and you know how to pray with people, would you come right now and pray with this young man? We've got some here in the altar. Would you pray with them? Okay, I want want to say say something one One of the things things I found you that are in the altar, I need you to listen to me and if you're hungry I want you to listen to me I'm not not teaching you how to speak in tongues I promise you that I would rebuke anybody that would come forward and say here's how you you speak in tongues and and give you words to say that is not of God but I will say this the thing that kept me from receiving the baptism is I didn't know how to yield You see, see, when when you you speak speak, uh, uh, two two languages, languages, if you you spoke English and you spoke Spanish, you can't speak both both at the same same time. Is Is that that right? right? You You have have to yield one language language to the the other. And that's that's the the way way it is with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you continue to speak in English and the Holy Spirit moves on you and you feel his presence, relinquish your language and just let the Holy Spirit give you the language. That's That's all I'm going to say, say. and And I I want want us us to to pray. pray. Let's pray. right now right where you are if you need a refilling of the Holy Spirit I want you to just lift your hands and I want you to surrender I want you to say here I am here I am Father it's been a while but I want a refilling, I want a refreshing the Bible says in Acts 2 they were filled with the Holy Spirit, Acts 4 it says they were refilled with the Holy Spirit just raise your hand and yield yourself to God as they as they continue to sing. Will you just yield yourself to the Holy Spirit? Let there be a freshness of an encounter with Him, with you this morning. Ila ma kala ma ya Ilo kala ma shana ma ma kala Is the glory of God to come upon us by His Spirit?
1: Sometimes when
0: we we talk about glory, we don't understand what glory is. Glory is when people are saved, that's the glory of God. Glory of God is when people set their life apart unto God. Separate themselves from the world. The glory of God is when a person is filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit.
1: The glory of God is when the gifts of
0: the Spirit are operating. When healing is taking place or miracles or tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, discerning of spirits, that's the glory of God. I think think we've defined it it just as a feel-good experience, but the glory of God is always for a purpose to be manifested. It will will touch man, man, but it it will glorify God. You may be seated. Those that are going to help with the communion... I'm not really sure who you are and I'm not really sure. We're going to let this young lady continue to pray. See, one of the things that we can count as a victory today is people sought for the baptism of the Holy Spirit today. Nobody was filled last year that's in this building today. Nobody last year, nobody this year. These came to seek seek God. That's a victory. And church, one of my greatest concerns is for us to be Pentecostal by name only rather than by experience. And if there is not experience in our life, it's not going to be in our children. children. And it's not going to be in their children. I've got grandchildren and I pray for them to receive the baptism. I pray for them to have this Pentecostal experience. I asked my daughter to come up for me to pray for her. In fact, I asked all families in my church to come up and we're gonna pray together for for each one of us to be filled with the spirit You know what my daughter said? She looked me in the eye. She stomped her foot. (laughs) Sorry, carpet. She stomped her foot, and looked me in the eye and says, I don't want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It broke my heart. But I didn't say a word. I didn't rebuke her. I didn't give her a lecture. I just listened to her. But I saw that young lady, my daughter, filled with the Holy Spirit. I saw my son baptized with the Holy Spirit. And I want my grandchildren to experience it not because of a heritage only but by the benefit by the benefit that it brings to their life I heard of a pastor that told his children's worker who she prayed for someone to receive the Holy Spirit and he told her they're too young for that Don't bother with that. I was 11 years old and there were others that were younger than me receiving baptism. So my burden is for us. For alcohol marital as well because I'm a member now, my wife. For us to be Pentecost. And for these that were here this morning I'd like for them to tell me if they received or not. And I'd like for you, everybody just close your eyes real quick. We're going to communion next, right now. If you were refilled with the Holy Spirit this morning, it's been a long time since you spoke in tongues. Would you raise your hand and say, yes, Lord, that happened to me today and I glorify you. I saw three hands raised. To God be the glory, amen? To God be the glory. Would you stand as we partake? The cup represents the blood of Christ that was shed for us. And in this communion, we testify and confess our salvation is through his blood. Would you receive it with thanksgiving? And the Bible says that the bread represents the brokenness of his body. I know that there was a movie that came out that people wouldn't watch because it's so gruesome, but it was worse than what it predicted or depicted on the screen. His body was broken us, would you receive it in thanksgiving? Thank you for your blood, thank you for your broken body, thank you for the salvation that changed my life. Thank you, Lord, oh, for your blessings that have come to my life because of my redemption, that I am a child of God, that I have a future with you, that eternity is not one of punishment, but one of eternal joy in your presence. Thank you, God. And now, Lord, we look forward to your return with this celebration of your blood and your broken body. We look forward to your return. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody ready for him to come? Oh, come quickly, Lord Jesus, come quickly. I wanna say this, and you're dismissed, Pastor. I, I really appreciate Paul Dyer. I believe he's a good man of God. And I'm glad he's your pastor and mine. And I want you to pray for them, for their safety and for their success. And I want you to pray for him because you never know what a pastor goes through. There's spiritual warfare that he has to face that you don't understand. Would would you please in your prayer remember him? I do. God bless you. Thanks for being here today.
1: um there, there was, was one announcement, one announcement that, that i missed before at the beginning of service gt asked that if you are part of the helping hands, hands group if you could meet in the commons with him i'm, I'm not sure not how long he's going to keep you but he's asking, asking if you're, you're part, part of the helping hands, hands group, group if, if you, you could meet, meet him, him in the, the commons and all my nursery workers present or present possibly future in the nursery and the guns and grub clarification is going